The views and opinions expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect that of I Am Belitcast. Enjoy the show! Well, hello there! Welcome to Reading with R. And today, as I promised on the last episode, I have a sister shaped surprise. Drumroll, please! Ladies and gentlemen, we have with us Hawahala Nuruddin, my sister and author extraordinaire on the streets. So, because she is my sister and, you know, because I'm awesome and amazing and all, I am the first person that has the privilege of interviewing her about her book that came out a few days ago, A Place Called Hell. So here she is. Hi, it's so it's so cool to be here. <laughs> okay. Oh, and as we all know, she's the first guest on our podcast. We'll see how this goes. You know, if it goes well and you guys love it, we'll probably make it a regular thing having guests on the podcast. So, as I was saying, a place called Hell is the first book in the Abdul Malik trilogy. The title of the book is. Oh, how many times am I going to say it? Anyway, I'll say it again. A Place Called Hell. We will link the information on how to get the book, where to get it, how much it is. Don't worry. All of you can afford it. All of you have to buy one. And uh, without further ado, let's get into it. So, Hawa, please introduce yourself. Oh, uh, okay. Wow, this question is so annoying because <laughs> I never know what to say. But um, my name is Hawa Hala Nuradin, and <laughs> I guess I, <laughs> I guess I wrote a book, <laughs> and that's why I'm here. But um, I'm a student, and you know, it's always so funny when people find out I'm a science student that writes. They always make such a big deal out of it. But it's like I have hobbies, you know. I'm I'm 18. <laughs> That's really cool for me. And the book got released on my birthday, which is something that I really like. And I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, I actually wanted to spill that little tidbit about how it was released on her birthday. So anyway, every year on the 23rd October, on the day that Hawa became an adult, she turned 18 on the 23rd, a place called Hell gets a little bit older. So it's like, oh, the day she became an adult, she had her first baby. <laughs> okay, pretend that is no weird. <laughs> I never thought of it that way. I never, it never occurred to me, but now I can't stop. Like oh, it's valid, I guess. It is. So it um, is. to paint a picture for you guys, even though uh, the, the image for this episode is going to be a cover of the book it is pink and it is blue and we love it so let's get started on the questions as we all know your host extraordinaire has a huge issue with recording and talking about books without giving spoilers but this time around we are not going to have any of that problem so to give you an idea of what the book is like i will read the blurb two families two lives and an invisible girl Allah abdul malik is the girl that doesn't exist as the abdul malik family's best kept secret Allah has seen little more than the walls of her home and her hill 
a wallflower shackled to the family that doesn't want her, spending her days alone steeped in loneliness. However, this changes the night she meets Nassar Abiodun, a boy looking for an escape from the problems of his home. When a series of events intertwine these lives and bring Allah's existence to the spotlight, what is to become of the girl who isn't supposed to exist? So, how wahala? Yes, ma'am. Let's start with the questions. What were your inspirations to write this book? Oh, wow. Um, okay, so this is kind of like, I just, I drew inspirations from a lot of places, but the main idea came as of on a very random saturday i remember because i was in the car with my dad and we were talking and my dad and i were pretty close like we talk a lot about different topics we have similar interests so then i just had you know a what if not like oh my god what if i wasn't as close to my father and that just i that spiraled into what if oh my god imagine if somebody's dad hated them and that spiraled into imagine if somebody's entire family hated them <laughs> and then i created a character whose entire family <laughs> hated her <laughs> because i could <laughs> yeah that's lovely okay so this next question of mine is going to relate to something that you mentioned about being a science student so um how did you discover that creative part of you how did you realize that those ideas that you had in your head deserved to be turned into a book despite you know not being taught literary subjects or creative writing well i've always been a reader for as long as i can remember i've read i always read i read a lot of books and i think it gets to a point where you have so many book ideas and so many oh what if this book had ended this way what if this thing was that way and then you just i don't know you just want to write for me i think the catalyst was wattpad because i was super like heavy into Wattpad at that time and then I just you know I just wanted to try so I wrote a chapter of this very cringe book that I deleted immediately and that just set it off for me oh yeah I do remember reading it on Wattpad but then you never finished it I started reading it not that I read it I started reading it but then because you know I have a thing where I don't read books that are not complete on Wattpad because yeah. sometimes the authors flake like you like, did <laughs> So I was like, I'm not reading it until you finish it. So um, yeah, that, that, that takes us to my next question. How long did it take to complete the whole trilogy? Oh, okay, wow. Should I? St- I think, okay. Well, okay. This is, is divided. Tech, officially, I started writing this book in 2017. And I didn't finish it until 2020. But in between 2017 to 2019, ending when I started taking the writing seriously, it was just me writing whenever I felt like writing. But towards the end of 2019, I really just wanted to finish the book. It was such a huge book. And so I started writing diligently and I finished it in a year between the ending of 2019. I remember I wrote the last chapter on 7th October 2020. I never forget that date (laughs) because it was the first time I finished the book. I honestly thought I would never finish the book. Mm, mm, I think I remember that. But okay, wait, 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 wait. I think I remember you saying something about revisions or like when you started writing it offline, you changed it completely from the initial Wattpad version, right? Yes, yes. 
this book has gone through so many changes honestly the first Wattpad version had so many plot holes it was so cringe <laughs> now that i think about it it was so bad i was so dramatic in that first draft that i scraped it and i started all the way from the beginning and yeah that was 2019 that was the og 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 book and that's not to count the edit that came when the book was going to be published because it was this huge book and then we agreed to divide it into three parts so i had to still edit something because i didn't want people to read the same thing that they had read on wattpad and then there were things that i wanted to add things i wanted to fix so that this gave me the opportunity to do that mm-hmm. yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense so um next how would you describe your writer's block if at all you had any oh okay so for me when i feel the inspiration to write it's kind of like the characters are in my head like 24 7 i keep imagining their reactions i keep imagining everything and then when i have writer's block it's nothing i don't even think about the book at all Hmm. Hmm. right right so you know Talking about writer's block, I remember a piece of poetry you once wrote about writer's <laughs> block. <laughs> you know, a fun fact about our beloved author, she is not just a writer, she's also a poet. And um, that's one thing I have to say about her books. You guys know me and my well-written books-ish. So yeah, because she writes poetry, I think her writing style is distinct in that at times it is quite lyrical and poetic. (laughs) (laughs) I feel so flattered. (laughs) Uh, No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's one thing I do love about it, though. It gives it this fanciful and, yeah, let me just say it. I always say it. Poetic prose feel. (laughs) So um, let me go to the next question. Did you ever feel like stopping the writing? yes a hundred times a million times oh my god wow yes I've, I've i wanted to stop writing for a really long time because i don't know you know sometimes you have doubts as a writer and you're like oh, what's the point of writing this book anyway and you know at times when the writer's book would hit i'm like i should just abandon this book and start a new one like let's just let this one die but I couldn't let it die. It, it wouldn't let me let it die, which was the main problem. But I think when I got to the end, when I was really close to the end, that I've never felt more like I needed to write than when I really wanted to finish the book. The very, <laughs> is it ironic? I guess it's ironic. Part of me not wanting to write is that when, I'm, when I was done, and it was out in the world. I was like, I just want to take it all back and keep it to myself because <laughs> I don't want to know what people think. I just don't want to know what anybody thinks. I don't even like talking about this book to people. Uh, well, to be fair, a lot of authors feel that way uh, towards their first book. I think I once heard someone say that if he could find every single copy of his first book, he would find it and burn it all. So, but yeah, you're not alone. So what would you say is your interesting writing kirk hmm okay so um a huge chunk of the second book is pretty sad funny enough i wrote most of those scenes in a very good mood i write sad scenes when i'm happy (laughs) and i find it very sadistic because why am i making people sad when i am fine but yeah i write sad scenes when i'm fine 
Okay. Um, what I want to ask is, okay, what was since you mentioned that those were your most enjoyable scenes to write? So, which were your most difficult scenes to write? Oh my God! Wait, 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 wait! I got this. I can totally answer this one. The shmoshi happy scenes. Yes. It's it's very funny because I love happy books and I read romance all the time. But when it was time for me to write those happy scenes, it was so hard. That's actually what I'm struggling with in my current work in progress because I'm at the happy part. It's so hard to write happy scenes sometimes because all I want to do is make their life sad. You know, then put it all back together again. Mm. Somebody has a little god complex. <laughs> okay, okay. So, did you encounter any problems while getting the book published? Hmm. No, not really. It was a very smooth process. I hardly did anything apart from the final editing process. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, shout out to Paul, Hawahale Nuruddin's publisher. And um, lastly, before we go into the excerpt reading, which y'all know is my favorite, except this time, we are going to put the author on the spot and have her read it. Can you explain the dedication of the book? Oh, okay. So the book is dedicated to my parents, which is a given. I have to thank my parents for everything. They've been very supportive of my writing, which is not normal for Nigerian writers because a lot of my friends don't have that support from their parents. Now, for the dedication reads for Uma and Abba, for a lot of reasons, but mostly for everything ever, the inspiration and all the support, Jazakumullahu khairan, and to Safia Al-Hillo, whose alien suit made my words flow. So, for my parents, my mom hates my book title because she's like, why hell? <laughs> why can't I use something else? Why, why do I have to put hell? And, you know, it makes me laugh all the time. I think this reminds me of initially the reason for the title because you were obsessed with Hades, right? Yes. And Hades is the king (laughs) of hell, so (laughs) hell had to come in. It had to. It had to. I couldn't couldn't just... I had to. I had to represent. And for my dad, because, well, I got the original idea from him. Like, if it hadn't been for that Saturday in the car, I don't think this book would have ever happened. And... For Safia Al-Hillo, I, w- I, am, I think I'm still obsessed with Alien Suite. It's this medley of a bunch of her poems and she recites it so well. Her voice has this beautiful quality to it. I would listen to Alien Suite on repeat throughout 2019 and most of 2020. I really loved it and it shows in my writing. I think I actually asked you guys to go listen to Alien Suit yeah, on I my last episode you. of Slammed, right? Oh, you, I made you listen. You made oh me my listen god. To oh, Suit. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's lovely. Alhamdulillah for that. Alhamdulillah for poetry. So, guys, if you didn't listen to me last time, I said go read Alien. Uh, oh, not read. Go listen to Alien Suit when we did the Slammed episode. Please go listen to it now. I just thought of another writer's quirk that's completely. It's unrelated, but I write in colors. I use very bold colors when I'm writing. My background could be this neon orange. And then my words would be like dark navy blue. Mm. I don't like it black and white because it just makes me feel more... So (laughs) the colors help. (laughs) Okay. So now, finally, to the excerpt that she's going to read out. Remember, guys, we talk about books here. We fangirl over books you can catch us once every month and if 
you want to be a guest on this podcast since i said this has gone smoothly so we are totally making it a thing now inshallah so just send me a dm on twitter at anchored by words with the title of the book that you want us to discuss and then we will iron out the details now buy hawahala's book the link is in the description and now over to her she will read an excerpt for us okay so this is the epilogue i love this this is my favorite chapter in the book epilogue ruination the wind stilled and the curtain stopped their dance the door remained silent as he opened it his footsteps echoing in every corner as he stepped into the house the door creaked as the wind picked up again drawing it closer to the frame of the door before it shut it with a bang she gasped awake the bang had frightened her out of sleep terrified her even the doors in her house never made any noise and neither did her son who was in his room blissfully asleep her heart beat in trepidation in anticipation fear excitement her mind raced with possibilities igniting a flicker of hope in her heart he walked deeper into the house dropping his jacket and briefcase on the couch slipping off his shoes by the little alcove near the stairs in sock covered feet he tiptoed up the stairs his hand sliding on the banister as he got closer to her she threw the covers off of her her feet brushing against the cold tile floor before she set them down firmly on the floor the chill causing goosebumps to rise on her skin oh i have goosebumps on my skin thank you very much for that hawa halenuddin it was lovely having you It was a pleasure being here and I just want to add that we wrote the my about the otter together. <laughs> I remember that part. Oh and in case you guys didn't know, let me blow my own trumpet a little. I edited the book. Yes, yes, yes. So I think that's why I know a lot about the process of the book. And we want to give a shout out to our little sister who crafted the questions because we have too much ADHD to come up with the questions ourselves so shout out to Jana thank you for the questions and i will see you next time guys so don't forget send in your suggestions if you want to collaborate send them in and do not forget to buy our author's book tales from hell oh wait That's the name of the trilogy. A place called Hell. It's the name of book one. And I will see you next time, guys. Fi amanillah. I leave you in the keeping of God. Bye.